Hi everyone, I'm Richard Roberts, and welcome to the Expect a Miracle podcast. I'd like to talk to you today about your faith. You say, what, me? Faith? Do I have faith? Do I really have faith? Well, sure you do. The Bible says you do. The Bible says that God has given to every person, everyone who has ever been born, faith. You have it. You were born with it. You can't get saved without faith. The Bible says, for by grace are you saved through faith. You have faith. You wouldn't get in your car and drive anywhere unless you had faith that you're going to arrive safely. You wouldn't sit down in a chair unless you had faith that the chair was going to support your weight. So don't say you don't have faith because you do. Now, you may decide not to use your faith. Sure, a lot of people do that, but it's not because you don't have it. You have faith. Now, what's the difference in faith and great faith? Well, people often think that great faith is something that is unattainable. Well, that's certainly not true. Abraham was known for his great faith. You say, well, of course, he was Abraham. He, you know, the, uh, God spoke to Abraham and told him he was going to have a baby with his wife and he was, you know, 100 years old and she was 90. He, oh yeah, he had, he had great faith. He was a great man. He was a great, great man of faith. Well, let me tell you what great faith is. Great faith is simply believing God. So if you believe God, your faith is great. But Abraham was a flawed human being. He made mistakes. Anybody that's ever lived has made mistakes, and we often, oftentimes make the mistake of thinking that just because we make a mistake, God counts us out. But that's not true. Let's look, for example, at Abraham's life for just a moment. We talk about this great experience he had when his nephew Lot and Lot's family were kidnapped by four kings and four armies. You can read about it in the book of Genesis. And he gathered up all of his farm workers and went after them and rescued them. Well, of course, that was a great, a great victory in itself. And he came back to town. He was met by the king of Sodom, and he was met by a man by the name of Melchizedek, who was the priest of Salem. And Melchizedek offered him bread and wine, which was a type of the communion which we celebrate today, and said to him, Blessed be Abraham of the Most High God, the possessor of heaven and earth, and the one who delivers him from all of his enemies. Well, that's the first time that Abraham really understood who God was, that God was most high. He was the possessor of heaven and earth and the one who delivers him from all of his enemies. And so what did he do? The Bible says he knelt down before Melchizedek and gave him a tithe of all. He gave one-tenth of all that he had. Now the king of Sodom shows up and tried to make a deal with him. And that's what happens whenever you do something for God. Satan always tries to step in and mess up the deal. So the king of Sodom says, look, let me give you all the spoils that you just gathered in from, from the, those four armies. And Abraham said, no, no. Now here's his, his piety. No, I won't take a thing lest you say you made Abraham rich. <laughs> I'll show you. The next thing you know, God's telling him, don't be afraid. If you read over in the 15th chapter of Genesis, you'll, you, you'll see God saying to him, don't be afraid, Abraham. Well, why would God have to say, Abraham, don't be afraid, unless Abraham was afraid? You wouldn't say to a child, don't be afraid, unless you thought the child was afraid, okay? So God says to him, don't be afraid. You know, Abraham was just a human being, and he fell short. His faith failed him, and he got afraid. But God came to him and said, Abraham, don't be afraid. I am your shield. 
and I am your exceeding great reward. You know, all of us get afraid from time to time. Things strike us, things come against us, things come against our family, all hell seems to break loose in our lives. We have a mountaintop experience and suddenly we're down in the valley and life smacks us right in the face and we don't know what to do. Well, that happened to Peter, uh, James, and John. They went up to the Mount of Transfiguration with Jesus. And when they got up there, suddenly, in the Spirit, Moses and Elijah appeared. And they didn't know what to do. They actually hid behind a log. They didn't know what to do. Peter said, oh, let me build three shelters for you. One for Jesus, one for Elijah, and one for Moses. And a voice from heaven said, this is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. Jesus said, all right, well, we're going to go back down the mountain now. And Elijah and uh, Moses disappeared. Now, you can read this in the Bible. <laughs> and they got down from that mountaintop experience, and they came across a man who had a demon-possessed boy, and the other nine disciples had prayed for him, and nothing had happened. Suddenly, they were faced with real life again. You know, <laughs> you're up on the mountain, and everything seems to be great. You get down the valley, and wow, all hell seems to break loose. And the man said, well, I, I tried your nine disciples. They couldn't do anything. Jesus, if you can do anything. Now, Peter and James and John are standing there. They're, they're watching all this. <laughs> you know, this mountaintop experience, now they're back down with real life. And that happens to us so many times. You know, we have this great experience with God that all of a sudden, wham, the devil comes in. The, uh, the, the refrigerator breaks down. The, the car, uh, the car's got to have, a, a, you know, a, a new motor. Uh, uh, somebody rear-ends you. Uh, 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 some bill comes in you weren't expecting, and, and you thought something was covered, and it, and it wasn't covered. Or, or something goes haywire with one of your children, one of your family members. And it just seems like you've had this great experience, and suddenly, wham, life, life hits you in the face. Well, that's what happened to the disciples. They saw life just hit them in the face. Here they had actually seen Elijah and Moses on the mountain. And now Peter, James, and John come down the mountain with Jesus and they're faced with this man with the demon-possessed boy. He said, Jesus, if there's anything you can do. <laughs> Jesus said to him, well, it's not if I can do anything. It's if you can believe. You have faith that is so powerful. You've just got to use it to believe with it. And Jesus said, all things are possible to him who believes. Now, the word all means everything. Everything is possible if you believe. In other words, there's nothing too hard for God. And Jesus said, bring the boy to me. And he commanded the spirit, the foul spirit, to come out, and the boy was completely healed. What an experience that must have been. And what an experience Abraham must have been when suddenly he was struck with fear. But God spoke to him and said, don't be afraid. I am your shield. And I am your exceeding great reward. Well, what does a shield do? A shield protects. Psalm 84 verse 11 says, The Lord God is our sun and our shield. He didn't just say he's our shield. He said, I am your exceeding great reward. By the way, someone listening to this podcast right now who has a migraine headache, you're being healed even as I'm talking. The word reveal the terms of the covenant relationship that Abraham had with God. You know, you don't lose your covenant relationship with God just because something goes haywire. You don't lose your covenant relationship with God just because you make a mistake. You know, in the same way that our faith and our hope is in Him are keys to our apprehending our reward, in the same way we can use our faith every day, every afternoon, every night to believe God. God to do the impossible in our lives. God 
said that he's not the reward. He said he has a reward for us. Isn't that good to know? He's not the reward, but he has a reward for us. So what reward are you needing? What reward are you believing for? I'm thinking on the personal level. I've got several. Some of my rewards I'm believing for are personal. Some are family. Some are in our ministry. You all know me. I have a great need to take the gospel of Jesus Christ to the ends of the earth. I have a great need to reach out and touch these pastors and underdeveloped nations all over the earth, teaching on healing the Holy Spirit and seed faith. My father, Earl Roberts, laid his hands on me before he passed and said, Son, don't allow the healing ministry, the ministry of the Holy Spirit, and the principles of sowing and reaping to die out on the earth as it's died out in so many places. Don't allow that to happen. So what have I been doing? I've been on my face before the Lord, and I've been calling that which is not as though it is. How about you? I'm expecting miracles. I'm claiming what is mine in the Spirit. Just this morning at 5 a.m., I was up on my face in my prayer room, praying, calling things in that are not right now as though they are, calling in things of a personal nature, calling in things of a family nature, calling in things for our ministry. I do that every morning, usually somewhere between four and five o'clock in the morning. I'm up every morning praying. I, this morning, it was, uh, I think, a few minutes before five when I awakened and I went into my prayer room. I'm calling that which is not as though it is. I'm using my faith and believing God. This is serious. And I'm expecting my reward here on earth. You know, I hear people say, well, I'm going to get my, my just reward when I get to heaven. Well, I want, I want my reward here. I don't want to wait till I get to heaven. You know, I want, I want my reward here. I, Jesus said, I'll multiply it back in this life. You know, the disciples said to him one day, said, said to Jesus one day, uh, what's, for, what's in it for us? We haven't left you. He said, you're going to get a hundredfold in this life. Okay, I'm expecting my reward in this life and not just when I get to heaven. And let me leave you with one more thought. The Bible says in 3 John 2, Beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. That means that God wants you well in every area of your life. That means that he is on your side. God has given you faith to believe to believe for healing, to believe for miracles, to believe for finances, to believe for family, to believe for business, to believe for jobs, to believe for relationships, to believe for healing and emotions. God's given us that ability. We just have to use our faith. That's how you be a person of great faith. You just simply believe God. Do you believe him? Well, I do. And I'm not only expecting miracles for me, I'm not only expecting my reward, but I'm expecting rewards for you as well. So. Get up on your faith high horse. Stay up there and release your faith and expect a miracle and believe that God is who he says he is. And I'm praying right now for each one of you as you listen to this podcast. I plead the precious blood of Jesus over you. I call you healed and whole and well in every area of your life. I release my faith for you and I believe God for this miracle in your life in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you're not aware... We have a new Healing Network online. It's just simply called The Healing Network. You can go to thehealingnetwork.com and download it. It's free. You get seven-day-a-week, 24-hour-a-day programming from our ministry all the way back to my, Oral, my father, Earl Roberts' crusade days, plus what's happened in between and up to now. I believe it'll be a blessing. Check out our programs on television, The Place for Miracles, and my wife's program, Make Your Day Count. 
and all the other ministries that come out, all the other outreaches from our ministry. God bless each and every one of you. Thank you. If you need special prayer, call the Abundant Life Prayer Group at 918-495-7777. God bless, and I'll see you next time. Hi, I'm Melissa, and this is Lindsay, and we co-host a program called Make Your Day Count. And we are so excited for the upcoming fall programming. Yes. We've got lots of fun things. We're going to be in the kitchen. That could be fun or scary. <laughs> Who knows? But most of all, we want to talk, we want to laugh, yes. and we want to invite you to, to join, join us, us. Yes. and make your day count. Mm-hmm.